The uh, reading this morning is from Colossians, it's the third chapter, verses 12 through 17. And I think this very interesting is following through with the theme in our opening prayer and everything, God's chosen ones. And uh, very often, you know, we, folks say, oh, the Jewish people, why do they think they're chosen, they're elected special? Well, in the New Covenant, we as Gentiles have been brought into the worship of Israel's God, and guess what? Now we're chosen and elected. Oops. So anyway, just follow through here. Therefore, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Bear with one another, and if anyone has a complaint against another, Forgive each other just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of the Messiah rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Teach and admonish one another in all wisdom and with gratitude in your heart, sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. This is the word of God for the people of God. Good morning, church. Good morning. Great to see you all this morning. Today marks the third Sunday of our sermon series titled Roots, Rediscovering uh, Our United Methodist. In the last two Sundays, we talk about grace, the foundation of our denomination. And the last week, we talk about holiness, a way of life that John Wesley encouraged us to uh, practice in order to become more like Christ. And today our topic is holy conferencing. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you for our Methodist roots that have shaped us into the united Methodist we are today. As we explore today's topic of holy conferencing, Lord, may our hearts be open and our, our ears attuned to receive the message that you have for us today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Today, I'd like to start my sermon with a light story. In a small town, there were four churches, Presbyterian, Methodist, Catholic, and Baptist. All of them had a common issue with the scrolls getting into the church. Each church had the meeting to deal with the problems in its own way. The Presbyterian thought that it was predestined for scrolls to be in the church, so they decided to coexist with them. The Methodists, following John Wesley's teaching, took a loving approach. 
They kindly trap the squirrels and release them in the park. Surprisingly, the squirrels came back to church within three weeks. The Catholics tried a humane approach attempting to teach the squirrels the rhythm method, but it did not work. The Baptists came up with a clever solution. They baptized the squirrel and welcomed them as members. Now the squirrels were only seen during Easter and Christmas. <laughs> it doesn't mean that you are welcome only Easter or Christmas. Please come every Sunday. As humans, we don't live alone. We live in communities. However, living in a community presents various challenges. Just as family household gather and discuss to solve problems, the same applies to the church. Like the four churches that dealt with a squirrel's problem, we as a church need to come and talk and discuss and to find solutions. United Methodists hold those meetings at different levels, local, district, regional, national, and the global, where we gather as a connectional body of Christ for discussions and for making a decision or solutions. This practice is known as holy conferencing, adopted from the term Christian conferencing used by John Wesley. The issues we address through our holy conferencing may vary in scale and complexity. Sometimes they are easily resolved while other times they are more challenging. For example, we recently had a special church conference to elect the new finance chair. Through the conference, we unanimously elected Terry Stevens for that position. It was easy, it was a piece of cake. However, there are occasions when we may face disagreements that can lead to hurt feelings. Let me ask you, in the midst of those scenarios, do you think it is possible for us to find God's grace? You cannot worry, don't shake your head. John Wesley, the founder of Methodism, says, yes. He says, yes, we can experience God's grace through holy conferencing. He believed that Christians could grow together in holiness through conversations about our experiences of God among fellow Christians. Just as we cannot live alone, John Wesley thought that we need the company 
of other Christian fellows to live that holy life. Under Wesley's leadership and supervision, small group meetings like bands and classes were formed. And early Methodists were encouraged to participate in the small group meetings on a, weekly, on a weekly basis for their spiritual growth and to carry out the missional work. John Wesley called these meetings Christian conferencing, which we now call holy conferencing. And John Wesley understood that participating in these Christian conferences is a means of grace where we can receive God's grace and where we can grow in holiness. This is because through conversations among Christians, we can share the love of God, offer forgiveness, and see and understand each other through God's eyes and develop the mutual love for one another. The purpose of the Christian conferencing was to promote our personal and social holiness and also a connection with God and with one another through those meetings. That connection not only gave identity to the Methodist movement, but also helped the Methodists grow rapidly. The emphasis on connection through Christian conferencing has become one of the unique characteristics of the United Methodist Church. Within that connection, our church, here stay UMC, doesn't stay alone, but is connected with other United Methodist Church locally, nationally, and globally. We share our resources together in creating pastors, and we engage in mission and ministry together, and we solve problems and issues together through holy conferencing. During the early Methodist movement, Christian conferencing referred to a small group meeting, like bands or classes where seven to 10 people gathered together to pray and engage in mission and ministry. And they focused on uh, the conversation, how their life inspired by the Holy Spirit and how they practiced um, the general rules that John Wesley taught them. However, to these holy conferences refers not only to the small group meetings, but also larger gatherings, like district conferences, district level uh, meetings, annual conference, regional level meetings held once a year to ordain pastors, approve the budget for the annual conference, elect delegates for general conference, and share the vision and the mission and the ministry of the annual conference. And there is another <clears throat> traditional conference where we elect bishops and the general conference 
the global level meeting held every four years to amend the Book of Discipline that outlines who we are as Methodists and what we believe and the laws and policies of the church. In these large meetings, sometimes difficult topics must be discussed. As you all know, the hot topic for us now is regarding the inclusiveness of LGBTQ individuals in ordination and marriage. But in the past, it was women's ordination and slavery, the role of laity in the leadership of church, and the authority of bishop and more. While discussing this challenging work, people may not always agree, and emotions may run high. Nevertheless, John Wesley strongly believed that participating in holy conferencing is a means of grace that help us to grow in holiness. How? In today's scripture reading from Colossians, the Apostle Paul talks about new life in Christ and new qualities that we put on through Jesus Christ. In the previous paragraph, paragraph Paul talks about our old life before we are saved by grace through Jesus Christ. And he describes our old self and our old life as the one who does evil things, is greedy, has a quick temper, harbors evil desires, uses abusive language, engages in impure, impurity, lies to others, or curses, and so on. And he says, now we are clothed with the characters of Christ, and we are no longer slave to sin. So we must present ourselves as a new person in Christ by practicing the characters of Christ. I believe Paul's suggestions speak to our attitude when we participate in holy conferencing. And now I'd like to have Elisa to read the scripture for us again. Therefore, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Bear with one another, and if anyone has a complaint against another, Forgive each other, just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, Teach and admonish one another in all wisdom, 
and with gratitude in your hearts. Sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Thank you, Lisa. Church, please know that the purpose of holy conferencing is not to engage in gossip, accuse someone of false, or expressing different, differencing opinions or hurt each other. The purpose of holy conferencing is to rediscover God's love in our conversation and embrace one another with God's love so that we can experience the amazing grace who saved our soul through Jesus Christ. And John Wesley believed that participating in the Holy Conferencing is a means of grace where we can receive God's grace and where we can, we can practice new qualities and characters of Christ, such as compassion, kindness, meekness, humility, patience, forgiveness, gratitude, and more to grow towards perfection. Wesley urged the Methodists to follow the general rules whenever they meet in classes or bands or larger meetings and in their daily lives. They are, first, do no harm by avoiding any evil actions. Second, do good by sharing God's love through our words and actions. Third, stay in the love of God by participating in the works of piety. These general rules are old, but still apply to us, and they are written in the Book of Discipline as a reminder. In my sermon today, due to the time constraint, I could not cover the history of our church, the United Methodist Church, how it formed, and what the Methodists have been, have been through since its beginning, and what's happening at the General Conference. We also could not discuss our expectation for the 2024 General Conference taking place from April 23rd through May 3rd in Charlotte, North Carolina. So if you'd like to learn more about that, please join our small group meeting today. It's gonna to happen today at 11.15 at the parlor. So please grab your coffee or goodie and join our small group meeting. And next week we will discuss the sacraments, one of the most essential the means of grace, and we will receive Holy Communion. Would you please join me in prayer? Dear God, we thank you for the message of a holy conferencing, a means of grace through which we can experience your grace and practice new qualities and characters caused by your Son, Jesus Christ. 
You called each one of us as your children and brought us together in this faith community, Hillsdale United Methodist Church, to engage in mission and the ministry together. Lord, we acknowledge that at times we face challenges and a disagreement. In those moments, we ask for your guidance, helping us remember how you love us, how you have made us new in Christ, and how you continually pour out your grace upon us. May our community be bound by your love, compassion, and understanding, and we may continue to grow together in your holiness. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. amen.